And have you have you and Henry talked about what that what that showdown might look like if it ever happened? I will say this. Say it. I will. I will say that. Um, say it. I will say that. Fucking say it. Henry's a buddy. Aw. He is a phenomenal Superman. Word. He is a phenomenal Superman, and Henry Cavill is the Superman of our generation. With respect to the other Supermans. Supermen. And every time I see him, we have some tequila. Cavi vine next time. That's Superman. And these guys will attest to that. So, um, my longtime business partner, Danny Garcia, who you know, uh, who's, uh, you know, his sister, um, she has been a passionate advocate for Henry Cavill and his career uh, for a very, very long time. So, the reason why I say all that is because there's... Still waiting for you to say it! You got a lot of people who advocate uh, on Henry's behalf and root for him to win. And I do root for him to win. And at the end of the day, he is a phenomenal Superman. <laughs> he didn't say it. It's fine. He's acknowledged. That's what matters. Henry Cavill, stuck between the rock and a hard place. But replace the H in a hard place with a T. Let's do it! What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, July 25th. How's everybody doing, huh? That's right. I mean, you know, let's face it. I mean, uh, you know, opening sketch. I didn't say. I didn't say the word. I mean, I mean, I know we're not supposed to supposed to be politically correct here, so I didn't really, you know, full on say the word, right? So I think I'll be okay. Did I get canceled? Did I get canceled? I think I'm okay. But anyways, what's happening, everybody? How's everybody doing? Let's talk some movie stuff, huh? So much to talk about. Let's talk about uh, Henry Cavill and that value in Warner Brothers DC. Uh, DC, that's a Warner Brothers DC. Warner Brothers Discovery, let's do all that, so. I know. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly there, Eric. I see you. Uh, but anyways, guys, how's everybody doing? Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, share the stream, do all that stuff. Let's have some fun right now all right how's everybody doing what's going on we got mr ryan right here that's right all right we got best movie ever uh best movies ever i should say i think henry cavill has loads of value absolutely where's my superman we know who that is recovered yeah voice is uh good everything's good i think i'm pretty recovered yeah what's going on we got mr fear jason here we got miss nighthawker right here steph how's it going mr everett's well good to see you of course buddy we got selena here Taladia plays. Good to see ya. All right, Selena Kyle is here. All right, who else we got? Who else we got? Going through, going through. Let's see. Well, I already said hi to Ryan, right? We got Mr. Rub. Uh, <laughs> this Russ already there. Relax there, Russ. Good to see ya. Good to see you, Selena. We got Venom right here. Yo, what's happening, Jose? Oh, there's a there's a hashtag, I guess. You know, so. Anyways, uh, you know, hey, hey, let's keep the music going here, okay? Hold on. Come back. Come back, music. 
There we go. All right, here we go. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? You're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, let's see. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do we tell? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's keep the peace here, huh? To be fair, well, yeah. So you have home. I didn't know that. So you know, especially last night when I was very tired. Let's see what else we got here. You know, uh, we got Tyler. We got Eric. What's up, Devon? How you doing? We got Music Man. All right, Captain Gator Girl's here. Nikki, good to see you. Hello, darling. What's here? You're here too. Good to see you. Thought I saw Mama Film Junkie. We got Ru we got Rosemary also here. There she is. Mama Film Junkie is here. We got Mr. Alex Lobo. Um, you know, I mean, if you know, we'll, we'll talk later about those mustache rides. Isaac, what's going on? You're my favorite person. Uh, they're coming for you. Yeah, well, Snyderverse, very hopeful. There you go. Well, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it so much right there. Don't say go away. Come on. What are you talking about? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that opening little sketch right there. We got Mr. Scully. Brian, what's up? We got Mr. William Powell right here. Yo, KC's here. Yep. I mean, I guess I'm cancel immune, right? I hope so. What he said. Uh, here's better content here. Yeah. Well, you know, what's going on, legend? How you doing? Uh, oh, I know. And I would, I mean, he, we're, we're technically getting a, you know, somewhat of Keanu Reeves' Batman happening. But hopefully, we, you know, that would be interesting if we got more. If Zack Snyder came back and directed Keanu Reeves in Dark Knight Returns, a live, you know, adaption of it, man, man, that would be pretty freaking crazy, right? All right, so everybody good? All right, everybody say hi to Mama Film Junkie. We're all good here. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's have some fun. We'll go ahead and turn off the music right there. Appreciate you guys clicking in. Man, are we, have we recovered from this weekend? By the way, I have my my wine, my Monday wine right here, my little Pinot Gris going on right now. Mm. Delicious. Um, hopefully you guys recovered. Man, I tell you what, Saturday was a crazy day. It was a crazy day. I did a lot of live streaming. It was a whole lot of fun, though, I will say. It was a ton of fun, um, just trying to cover as much as I can, and then, you know, everything. I mean, that first stream went pretty nutrageous. That thing got, that that thing went, like, blew up. Everybody was, like, coming in, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And then, you know, welcome new subscribers. I got a nice uh, load of new subscribers that uh, came in from talking about that stream. And, of course, you know, the uh, <laughs> the fact that, well, you know, haha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> about the Cavill thing, but we're going to talk about the value of that man as Superman because there's something, even though we didn't get Cavill showing up, you know, there's something that's very telling of of what all happened when it came to this whole thing, so we'll talk about that, but yeah, did that, the Marvel stream, and then of course uh, jumping on Real Anarchy and talking to uh, talking to the boys about all that, and then jumping on, uh, on Point Dexter Lounge, uh, Mr. William Powell, jumping on his stream, finally, there you go. Uh, Mr. Pally. I mean, you always do it on Friday. It's hard for me on Friday, but I uh, jumped on there, had some fun, talked to some people that I haven't talked to, and that was totally a lot of fun. But man, I tell you what, my voice the next day was a little, oh, 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 man, I just was, it was a little raspy, a little bit like, holy crap, did a lot of talking on Saturday. And, uh, but then of course it came, it, it popped right back and we're good. And uh, yeah, got to see, nope. Uh, or, uh, yesterday, which, uh, if you guys saw my first reaction review, I don't think I'm going to do like an actual review of it. I really enjoyed it. 
Jordan Peele is a very unique filmmaker, and uh, I'm really liking what he's doing in the sci-fi genre. It's really good stuff, sci-fi thriller genre, and uh, really enjoyed, nope, I think I enjoyed it more than Us. Not sure if I enjoyed it more than Get Out. I don't know, I'd have to watch Get Out again, but Get Out's more of a, I mean, it's still sci-fi-esque, but um, it's more thriller-esque, but man, I tell you what, he did a good job. Yes to nope, yep to nope. That's what I'm talking about right there. So so hopefully you guys checked it out this week and support original movies, okay? There's too many, you know, all the franchises. Sure, you can do that, but try your best to support original content, huh? Support it, support it. Hey, oh, 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 I always forget to turn that off. Let's see, we got... Uh, Thank you there, Top 10 Den. Rox Coy babbling on Cavill was uh, less than encouraging. <laughs> we'll talk about it, though. We'll talk about that. Don't worry. We'll talk about that. So, But uh, let me get my thing set up here. Forgot to fully set it up for, um, for uh, well, first off, guys, I mean, we'll have to say this because, man, I don't know what's going on this year, but it's just we keep on losing icons, man. Iconic people. David Warner. David Warner. Cheers to David Warner. He passed away today uh, at the age of 80. Um, he's been in various. Just look up his IMDb if you don't know who I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think one of the first times I um, ever knew who David Warner was was he was the villain in Tron. He was the villain in Tron, which is kind of funny because I watched Tron like two weekends ago for the 40th because it was the 40th anniversary of Tron. So I watched that, and, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's the baddie in Tron. And... And then, of course, uh, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is also where, you know, when it, when it comes to my childhood and watching movies that David Warner was in, obviously he's been in a lot of things. And, uh, you know, and then, of course, voicing Raz Ghul in uh, Batman the Animated Series. And, uh, you know, he's in Titanic, all kinds of movies. But uh, so, yeah, that's right. Um, so cheers to David Warner. Passed away at the age of 80. And then, of course... We have Mr. Servino, man. I mean, like, what the heck? We keep losing. We keep losing. Like, <laughs> I mean, we already we lost Ray Liotta when it came to all this stuff. But now, of course, we have, uh, uh, you know, it's just like, what the heck? And we lost Paul Servino today. And he died at the age of what was it? 83, 83. So at least, you know, these icons, uh, you know, they died in their 80s. So, you know. So many movies that they gave us and everything. So cheers to both of them. We lost, you know, two icons right there. That's two good fellas. I know, man. Crazy. So cheers to Paul. Cheers to David. Uh, you know, they're very much, when it comes to movies, they're always somewhere in there. And you, even if you don't know the names, you know the faces, you know the voice. You definitely know David Warner's voice. But also Paul Servino. You know his voice, too. So cheers to those guys. Condolences to their families, all that stuff. So, man, I just tell you what. Anyways, all right. So let me uh, let me get it all uh, sorted out here. But I wanted to, uh, of course, pay my respects to those Led Jones right there. So, all right. So I'm not gonna go all the way back. Well, I'm not gonna go as back as you know because there's such so much so much stuff that happened over the weekend, and I tweeted a lot. So you know we won't go. F too crazy with this because we're going to talk about some stuff let's see let's start right here let's start right here okay top 10 um hold on let me get your uh let me get your message right here uh let me pull that up 
Boop. All right. What's going on? Thank you for the five dollar super chat. And uh, we used to play Tron in the in my backyard with goalie blockers and gloves, garbage can lids, piles of leaves, and frisbees. That sounds like a lot of fun. That really sounds like a lot of fun, right there. Seriously, I, I would like to do that. Who who wouldn't want to play Tron? Jeez, you know you have your little disc and you're throwing it and stuff. Man, uh, I tell you what, so. That just sounds like a whole lot of fun. And, um, and uh, yeah, Tron, I mean, I was like, oh, yeah. It was like a couple Saturdays ago, 40th anniversary. So I was like, hey, I'm going to put this on. After I watched, rewatched Thors, all the Thors, I was like, I need a palate cleanse. <laughs> so, no, I put on Tron late at night, had all the lights off, just had my neon lights. And it was like, ooh, it's been a bit since I've watched Tron. So, yeah, such a good movie. So ahead of its time, man. I tell you what. Jesus. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. All right. Let's get to these tweets. Huh? Let's get to these tweets. We'll start off with this right here. Mr. Fear Jason, of course. Hey, that's right. And you get a movie and you get a movie. There's me as Kevin Feige right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you got to love that, right? Got to love that. Got to love that. Hold on a sec. Um, hold on, let me fix something here. Uh, yeah, you know, that stupid messaging thing. Not like it was anything big, but anyways, you know, that messaging window. Anyways, hopefully you guys checked out all the stuff, all the things. Man, I tell you what, and I was retweeting the absolute shit out of, uh, out of, um, you know, Henry Cavill, Superman, and everything. We got Mick right here. Huge thanks to all supported, uh, Snyder Cut Digital Celebration. AFSB fundraiser over uh, 2900 almost $3,000 was kindly donated to uh, the Autumn Snyder Trust, uh, not Trust Fund, but tri Tribute Fund. The winner of the exclusive uh, Zack Snyder's um, will be announced, I guess, will be announced soon. So anybody who donated to, uh, to of course, this last week when it came to uh, Mick handling this, and you're going to get yourself a copy of that. This is what it's all about, folks. This is what it's all about. Okay, not about stupid squabbles, not about, you know, paying for this and paying for that and doing this and saying this and saying that. No, it's all about this. And every video that I post always, even on my website, I have a banner for AFSP, the Autumn Snyder Tribute Fund. And if you guys want to, anytime you want to do it, just click the link right there. You know, if you haven't done it in a while, do it. And I think, you know, soon, uh, pretty soon we should have another uh, charity stream or something. You know, do something, watch something, live watch something, or just have a vodka stream that has a, uh, you know, that has a charity stream uh, attached to it because it's been a little bit uh, since we've done it. The last time we did it was, I think, when we, uh, yeah, we watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. We did the charity stream. So, but yeah, thank you to everybody who donated to that. That's what it's all about, folks. That's really what it's all about. And then, of course, we've got Sandman. That trailer looked awesome. This poster is pretty awesome. Really looking forward to it. There's the Ant-Man poster. And again, it's like I, I mentioned this, like, why were these two not on stage? Zachary Levi and Dwayne Johnson. Why were they not on stage? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, hopefully you guys watched. I clipped out all my trailer reactions from the streams. Totally a lot of fun. And then we got some more information when it came to Marvel. Like Olivia Coleman will star as an old ally to Nick Fury in Secret Invasion. So that's pretty interesting. A lot of things were uh, still coming out. Especially this. I was like, what? What? 18 episodes? 18 episodes. 
So we're going to get 18 episodes of Daredevil Born Again? That is insane. What? Because usually, I mean, relatively when it comes to all these series that have been coming out and whatnot, hey, it's been like, it's been like, what, seven, eight, eight tops? But 18 episodes, apparently. So they are really just totally going full-fledged into uh, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio coming back for Daredevil Born Again. I mean, I'm not complaining about it, uh, but it's just crazy. 18 freaking episodes. That is, yeah, I know. That's the only wor- the thing I worry about is, like, how, how watered down is it going to be compared to the Netflix stuff? It probably will be watered down. That's the thing. It's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be the same caliber as it was on Netflix, sadly. But still, we can hope for the best. Cox, of course, is going to, uh, he'll be showing up in She-Hulk, and he's uh, in D'Onofrio, supposed to be showing up in Echo. Wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if Charlie Cox shows up in Echo also. I don't know, but we did, of course, if you watch that She-Hulk trailer, we did that, we got that little tease of Daredevil showing up in there, kind of in that yellow-red costume. I think that's, uh, you know, they added that little aspect to it, so, jeez. Rest in peace, Daredevil, right? (laughs) I mean, my God. And then moving along, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys caught the box office video yesterday. Womp, womp, Thor, you know, Love and Thunder. That They don't care. I mean, you know, Marvel won, Marvel Studios won Comic-Con over the weekend, so they didn't give a shit about what's happening with Thor, Love and Thunder. That thing is uh, probably not even going to cross $700 million worldwide. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. But hey, at least uh, Nope got $44 million. That's all that matters. Watch original content. And yes, I've been uh, posting some stuff on the Patreon. Some exclusive stuff on the Patreon. Uh, as much as I could talk about with uh, anything out there. So appreciate the uh, support on Patreon. And uh, feel free to join if you want to. The links are provided down below. Look at this right here. Iron Studios. Uh, right over there at uh, Comic-Con. I want this. I want this so bad. So bad. Ah, look at this. You got bat flick right there on top. On top of the bat signal. Oh, my God. Look at that with the fat bat right there. So pretty. And then you got Martian Manhunter. What? Look at how beautiful that freaking statue is. Ah, sexy. Too sexy. Too sexy. And then you got, of course, Black Adam himself right there with his, uh, you know, his little cloak or whatever you want to call it, his cape, his hoodie, his whatever. Really, really awesome stuff there from uh, Iron Studios. And you got Ruby A.O., Rudy A.O. right there making some uh, Michael Keaton-ness right there. That's a cool little uh, piece of art. Of course, we'll talk about that. There's my first reaction. Don't ever be fooled by my face. Don't ever be fooled by my face when it comes to first reactions. If you actually watch the video, you'll see why I made that face. Because there's some things that made me, I mean, I'll tell you what. There's, there's one in particular scene that made me very uncomfortable when it, when it came to Nope, which is a good thing. Not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And hopefully you guys checked out uh, Harley and Ivy. Uh, me and Scott talking about Harley and Ivy on Batman uh, the Fanimated Stream yesterday. Perfect timing since uh, Harley Quinn Season 3 is coming out. And, of course, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Guess what? They are an item. That's right. Scissor Sisters! Anyways, um, who wants to see um, Who wants to see uh, Mr. Um, Samuliu doing a backflip at Comic-Con? Well, here it is right here. There you go. Okay, him and Tom Holland should have a flip-off. I know that sounded weird, but hey, they should. 
I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm like, who, what, what, what superhero, what actual superhero actors actually know how to do a backflip or front flips or anything like that? You know, I'm thinking that like, I think Liu and, um, and, uh, and Holland are the ones that, that, that they're the only ones that know how to do, uh, flippy flippies right there. So I don't know. They should have a flip off. Uh, if you're wondering who that is, Hector, that is uh, Shang-Chi. That's the actor who played Shang-Chi right there. So pretty good stuff. And then this is, this made me laugh right here, and this should make you laugh too. Every Marvel film ranked in six seconds. They're all equally shit. Grow up, you fucking virgins. <laughs> come on. I don't, I mean, come on. You have to laugh at that. Even if you love all the Marvel movies, you have to laugh at, laugh at that. An old man saying he's going to rank all the movies in six seconds and he throws them in the trash and says they all fucking suck. <laughs> and says, kill me, you virgins. Oh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious, okay? I love that. That was so great. I, I laughed way too hard at that, too, when, when that came about. <laughs> It's like, come on, man. Oh, that was so good. So good. Here's a poster for uh, Wakanda Forever. Pretty cool little poster. We're all still wondering who's going to be Black Panther in Wakanda Forever. Well, gee, I said that wrong. Wakanda Forever. It's going to be one of these two. One of these two. Kind of makes you wonder. Such a great trailer. And I still can't get over this. Still can't get over this. This is how awesome Zack Snyder is. You know, the fact that all the shit that he went through and the fact that he got Zack Snyder's Justice League out, uh, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And then he's going to have a cameo in Teen Titans Go. This is one of my favorite things that happened over the weekend. It might even be my favorite thing that happened over the weekend. The fact that this was announced, it's just so cool. You know, I mean, obviously... I got a lot of trailers, and I would probably say that Black the Black Panther trailer was probably the best out of all the trailers. And then I think Shazam, and then Black Adam, and then that <coughs> that She-Hulk trailer. But, you know, uh, when it came to trailers, that's what was good. But, man, when it came to something that came out of there, I'm like, yes, we had all the Marvel stuff that got announced. That's exciting. It's going to be interesting, sure. But, man, when this came out on Saturday, it was like, come on, Zack Snyder. I just want him to be in Rick and Morty. Can we get him in Rick and Morty next, all right? We're the Rick and Morty creators. Zack Snyder's a big fan. He even has, you have Rick and Morty in Barry's place playing on one of the screens. He loves Rick and Morty. Please do it. Please do it. Get get Zack Snyder in uh, Rick and Morty right there, so. But that's just really cool. It's really captured that. Although it's like, he's like angry. It's like, have you ever really seen Zack angry? He's not really an angry. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do uh, when it comes to his little cameo right there. So episode 365 coming out sometime this fall. So it's just really good. Good. Yeah. So he's voicing, of course, Zack. I mean, hey, hey, you wanted some Zack back in the DC world? There it is right there. Slowly, slowly getting back there. They even have a stubble, which is good. But I love it. I absolutely love it. Just, you know, just warmed my heart. Warm my heart. So it's going to be great. Absolutely fantastic. And I like it when somebody said uh, Rick Store the Mortyverse. So thank you, Cooper Knox, if you're watching, for saying that. Yeah, Rick Store the Mortyverse. I like it. I like it. Uh, we already talked about that. Jack Quaid, he was walking around Comic-Con in uh, Ghostface, which, of course, he was in the uh, last Scream movie. I always like it when these actors walk around the floor. 
and uh, in disguise, and nobody knows who they are. Yeah, when you're walking around the floor of Comic-Con, you never know who's behind some of these masks. It might be an actual celebrity. So always be on the lookout. But yeah, Jack Quaid walked around in Ghostface. And uh, Mr. David F. Sandberg said that this is his favorite part of the trailer, which we talked about when we were, uh, you know, we, we were kind of, I think it was on Real Anarchy. We talked about how this, uh, this scene right here was like looking pretty cool right here when it came to this dragon and Freddy, you know, Freddy holding up one of his crutches, man. And, you know, I mean, God knows who's going to save his ass right here or what's going to happen, but really cool uh, sequence right there. I was really impressed by that Shazam trailer. It definitely was. Definitely was. And then Jason Momoa was uninjured after a motorcyclist collided into his vehicle on Sunday. The California Highway Patrol confirms. Yeah, I heard about this, but I at first it made it seem like Jason Momoa was on a bike and he crashed into somebody head on. And but no, it turns out he was in a vehicle. I was like, oh, my God, if he was uninjured, he really is a goddamn superhero. But no, he was in a car and the motorcycle hit hit the car, hit the vehicle. So. Um, yeah, that, uh, hopefully the motorcyclist is okay. I don't know what, you know, what the word is on that person. So hopefully they're okay. But, uh, yeah, that happened, uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, where, yeah, Jason Moe's in a little head on collision, but he's okay. And then yes, rest in peace, Paul Servino right there. The first trailer for Black Panther Wakanda received 172 million views in its first 24 hours, becoming one of Marvel's biggest trailer debuts of all time. And it was uh, the best trailer. It was the best trailer that we got at Comic-Con. I will agree with that. It very well made. Ryan Coogler is uh, bringing us something special. You know, regardless of how we feel about the whole, um, you know, recasting T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman and everything. But this mural, this shot of the mural right here kind of indicates that, yes, I think T'Challa is uh, dead. He's uh, he's not he's not going to be you know, he's not around anymore, which I say, fine. That's perfectly fine. Let them do this. But uh, it was a strong trailer and everybody was interested to see what they were going to do with it. One hundred and seventy two million views in the first 24 freaking hours and well-deserved well-deserved there's a lot going on in the trailer i mean as much as i you know a lot of us are kind of going eh, you need t'challa back and i get it i i think they should recast t'challa but i don't know if they're going to do that now if uh if he in fact is not around anymore that's that's the you know that maybe won't happen but there was a lot more happening within the trailer with namer with uh you know the different characters and everything and the cinematography looked gorgeous Let's just leave it at that. At least, uh, you know, it's getting a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, eyes on it. So that's good. But, yeah, definitely the best trailer that came out of Comic-Con right there. And uh, he's coming. Somebody made this. Yeah, like you said, this is kind of what we're, I mean, who knows how much yellow or gold, I should say, are going to be in there. But this is a pretty cool little uh, fan poster right here of Daredevil Born Again. Like, again, you know, don't get up, you know, anybody who's getting upset, don't, because, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, the costume fully looks, but looking forward to seeing Charlie Cox again. Uh, apparently, Kevin Feige supports actors, you know, he, he supports Ryan Gosling's recent pitch of him as Ghost Rider. So, hmm, Kevin Feige was okay with that? Hmm, is it going to happen? Hmm, probably not. And then look at this, folks. Zack Snyder's Justice League. We got some more numbers. We got some more numbers. 
We got some more numbers right here. My God, I hate this. I hate this fucking image right here. When, when you got two other characters doing the whole like, hey, hey, easy, easy. Yeah, I hate that. That was I, I didn't like that. I did not like that when it came to uh, uh, Jurassic World. But yes. And a quick update on VOD charts of the past weekend, Jurassic World Dominion and Black Phone, both on PVOD, uh, still thriving theatrically, were the top two films over at Voodoo over the weekend. That's right. And I'm glad that Black Phone is getting so many eyes. So many people are watching that, and that warms my heart because, again, it's a small thriller horror movie that is getting a lot of eyes. Uh, however, the clickbaity news is that <laughs> Jesus Christ Forbes. Uh, however, the clickbaity news is that Zack Snyder just League placed third on the voodoo on voodoo over the weekend. Warner Brothers Discovery released the four hour reconstruction of the 2017 Justice League movie into digital media. Oh, that after over a year of only being available on physical media and obviously HBO Max, the film currently places ninth on iTunes, 15th on Vudu, uh, 19th on YouTube, 20th on Google Play, and nowhere among uh, the top 100 of Amazon, which is pretty interesting right there. Nowhere on the top? That's interesting. Um, no, I don't have revenue, but the chart uh, differ, uh, differentiation, differ, differentiation, yeah, I can't even say it, between the uh, weekend and, to and today on the Vudu shows, that interest was front-loaded and fan-driven. That's right, fan-driven. We're going to talk more about that, but there you go. At least over the weekend, look at that. What was in number three? You got two movies that came out this year, and then you got Zack Snyder's Justice League running pretty damn strong right there. So you got to love seeing that. Got to love seeing that. You really do. So good on them. Good on you guys watching that shit, purchasing it on Vudu. Boost those numbers, man. And then we got Talent House right here making a Black Panther, a Black Panther, Black Adam poster right here. That's pretty cool. Dwayne Johnson retweeted it. And then we got this. Hey, Ray Fisher right here. He's going to be playing some games right now. Uh, looks like he's got what? Some new, uh, some new, uh, some new um, uh, NVIDIA, NVIDIA GeForce uh, technology going on into his uh, computer. But I love the fact that he put his uh his cyborg figure right there so good on him for doing that and then rest in peace guys the choco taco is no more no more thank god did anybody yet who the hell ate this thing really i i remember i remember for any time when i was a kid and the fucking ice cream man showed up on the street you'd see the picture of the choco taco and I'm, I know, and then I, I think in like the last few years or whatever the hell, Klondike purchased the ta Choco Taco, and I never got a Choco Taco, never had one at all. I'm not one for, I'm like, you know what, give me a super fudgicle or whatever the hell, do something like that, an actual cone, you know, or something. Never got a Choco Taco, and I always thought it was weird, and just why would anybody even eat that? It's just so much, ugh. but anyways... Hey, anybody who liked the Choco Taco, good on you. But Jesus Christ, I always thought it was weird, man. Weird. Maybe it was a half Mexican in me where I was like, hey, that's offensive. That's offensive. All right. Jeez, really? You're going to make it? In, you're going to make a taco into an ice cream? I'm offended. No, but I don't know. I'm just not big on the whole, you know, when I have like a, an ice cream cone, 
I'm not going to eat the, I'm, I don't actually eat the cone. Maybe I, you know, I'll take a couple bites, but I've never been, I've never been like a wafery kind of guy. So I don't know, but yeah, rest in peace to Choco Taco. Okay. So it's gone now. It's like Joe Biden, Joe Biden got my, uh, got my letters. That's right. And I was like, come on, man. Come on, man. Get rid of the Choco Taco. Okay. Okay. The economy's fucked and everything, but let's get away. Let's get rid of that Choco Taco. That's right, man. We don't need that Choco Taco. That's offensive, man. Anyways, okay. Sorry. Uh, sometimes I got to bust out the, the, the Joe Biden impression. By the way, is he still alive? <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyways, let's not go into that. Um, let's, um, let's, go into, uh, let's go into some Henry Cavillness here, all right? Let's talk about the man himself. All right, so... Obviously, started off the show with uh, my little sketch, you know, talking, showing uh, Dwayne Johnson's little interview with Brandon Davis. I've talked about it already. I talked about that during the uh, the Marvel stream, um, you know, just kind of briefly went over it. And, uh, you know, it's it's very interesting, all the stuff that happened when it came to Henry Cavill and uh, and, and all the hype that got built up. It's all it's all you know, it makes you scratch your head. It really makes you scratch your head because, I mean, this wasn't just some, you know, some silly little scooper out there that was saying like, hey, rumor or exclusive. We heard a rumor. I always fucking hate that. You have an exclusive rumor makes no fucking sense. Like, really, just stop that. Anytime you put exclusive and then you have a rumor fuck off. All right. Seriously, don't even do that. That doesn't even make sense. But apparently, I mean, but then at the same time, you have Deadline right here, who's, you know, that's one of the trades. And they're going like, hey, we're hearing some buzz that Henry Cavill might possibly make, might possibly make an appearance at uh, Comic-Con and maybe talking about some Superman and everything. So obviously that got everybody kind of excited. I kind of started going like, hey, started going talking to, uh, you know, Anybody that I know that's in, would be in the know. And I didn't, I, there was no like confirmation, no nothing. There was just nothing. But the buzz was there. The buzz was absolutely there. And everybody was talking about it. We did, you know, obviously I did Film Junkie Live about it and, uh, you know, videos about it. There's all kinds of things. So obviously we were all anxiously waiting um, 10, 15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday and doing the stream live and just kind of going, <laughs> geez. it's just as we got closer, guys, I kept going. It's just I'm just, it's just not going to fucking happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just every the closer we got we talked about it on the vodka stream on friday night and then just waking up and it's just going man this is just going to be a disappointing day because uh yeah it, it, we're just going to get all we're going to get at this panel is just shazam and black adam and uh really nothing when it comes to that but at least you know there was people that did talk about it i mean there was one in, i mean when it came to uh when it came to uh, obviously during the panel, this is what we got right here from uh, this is what we got right here when it came to uh, him getting the question during the panel. So listen to this. That's a great question, Luke. Don't threaten me with a good time because I'm going to answer that question right now. <laughs> Seriously. Um, well, I, I will say, as you guys know, because we're all in deep with this mythology and it's been the age old question of who would win a in a fight between Black Adam and Superman. Uh, pound for pound. They're pretty close. Um, I, I guess it probably all depends on who's playing Superman. I will just say that. Ooh. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, 
I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. I will okay. leave it at that. And, um, he will leave it at that, which we talked about. We said that. We said that during the stream. There were people that said that they, that people booed. To me, it doesn't seem like people booed. People went, ooh, more than anything. I didn't really hear boos. I don't know about you guys. Um, it more sounded like, 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 ooh, kind of thing. Because everybody's wondering. And, uh, you know, obviously this guy did not show up, sadly. This man right here did not show up. And we, were all, we all had high hopes. I was trying to predict, like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if they showed up on stage in costume? Dwayne Johnson did show up on stage with costume. And now we're like, all right, where's Zachary Levi? Get him in his costume. Do something. Nothing happened. It was like, fuck, what are you guys thinking here? And then I was, like, even thinking, like, can imagine if this guy showed up on stage with uh, in costume? And... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's disappointing that nothing happened. No, you know, there's really not much. All there was was like talk about it. There's buzz about it. But at the same time, do you guys realize that this is why I wanted to make this the main topic of 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 the stream tonight was the fact that look, what was the biggest hype thing going into this weekend? The fact that we could see Henry Cowell coming back, joining whoever on stage and talking about Superman. That was the hype was so was higher than anything that that Warner Brothers Discovery DC had in Hall H. That's the sad part about this. This shows you his value. And to be honest, I'm thinking that Dwayne Johnson is pressing. He is pressing Warner Brothers Discovery to be like, hey, see this? Thank you, Daniel, right here. Hey, Dave, I only uh, I wonder if Henry Cavill was there i remember when uh he went to uh, in disguise 2016 comic-con and got the shirt signed by the suicide squad cast i don't think he was there dan uh danny but uh because i think if he was actually there he would have showed up on stage something would have happened because how are you gonna, gonna miss that opportunity yes he did do that thing where he wore the uh you know v for vendetta mask and uh you know and got the entire cast of uh, Suicide Squad to sign a shirt. Um, if Henry Cowell was definitely there, we would have known about it. I don't think he was there at all. I think when it came to uh, people that were talking about, oh yeah, he's still filming The Witcher in the UK, didn't quite happen. But it's just, but again, the buzz, the hype, and the fact that there was so much disappointment that he did not show up just shows the value of Henry Cavill's Superman. You better believe that WBD, Zaslov, were paying attention to that. And I'm thinking that even though Dwayne Johnson was probably like, hey, man, I got to make it. I got to make a strong appearance about Black Adam, the hierarchy, blah, 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 whatever. The fact that he was the way that he answered Brandon Davis and I and thank you, Brandon Davis, for actually going like, hey, who would uh, who would win between a fight between your black Adam and Superman? No, he didn't say Superman. He said Henry Cavill. He just flat out name dropped. And I commend Brandon Davis for saying that. I do. I commend them that because he's saying that. And then, you know, Dwayne Johnson looked a little, you know, awkward when it came to that. I will say this. That's why he kept on saying, I will say this, say this, say this. That's why I kept on going, say it. Just fucking say it. Say it. You know, I think he's really going, all right, if we're going to expand on this, we really, and, and, and if we're going to have a Superman in this world, wherever this world goes, you know, the, the demand is Superman. The demand is Henry Cavill Superman, okay? When he tweeted out that whole thing a couple few weeks ago, and was talking about, hey, I hear you. I listen to my audience and blah, blah, blah. 
You know, and that's why I was like saying, hey, everybody just fucking respond to this with Henry Cavill Superman. Henry, Henry Cavill Superman. They are noticing this. The fuck, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the value of Henry Cavill Superman is just so, it's just up there. It's so up there that no, even though we were disappointed on not getting him showing up, the fact of the matter is there was WBD really knows that, okay, if we're not going to fully restore the Snyderverse quite yet or anything like that, I mean, again, going back to Stephen Colbert's article on Screen Rant, when he talked about how the problem that they have is that they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't shake off. They can't shake it off. They can't shake off the Snyderverse, guys. They can't shake it off. They really can't, you know? And let's face it, right now, you got, you got uh, an Aquaman movie coming out that Zach casts. Jason Momoa, you got a Flash movie coming out that casts Ezra Miller, and shut up anybody who's like gonna throw some shade at that. Just saying, we got that right there, and then we got a Wonder Woman three movie that's supposedly in development still with who Gal Gadot, who was cast by Zack Snyder. I mean, that's the thing; they can't shake it off. And the biggest thing is what we talked about over the weekend many times is you you got to make sure you have Superman's house built, the house of hell, I guess you could say. You got to make sure that that is there so then we can have something. Does it necessarily have to be like a full-on, everything has to be like right off of what Zach was doing? No, not even Zach was trying to do that. He was going, Zach was like, I'm going to tell my story, all right, my Superman story with this five- part arc right here of Superman, but these directors can do whatever they want. Set the foundation, you do what you want, and that's what they did. Do you have to like every every bit of it? No, that's not, you know, but, but that's what Zach was doing. And again, it's always shitty that the fact that you think about it, it's like, if they would have just let Zach do his thing, he would have been done, we would have got that, they could have done whatever they want, rebooted, or just continued and done their own, whatever the fuck. And he would have been off doing his own thing, but no. I mean, that's the thing. It's always going to be. It's always going to be on their back about the Snyderverse. That's the thing. And the fact that people were so disappointed, even people who have never even tweeted out hashtag Restore the Snyderverse, were like, "What the fuck?" I mean, that's the thing. That just shows this man's value. And I've been saying this ever since he got cast in Mission Impossible Fallout. The value of this man, which is going up and up and up. And every year, year it just goes up and up and up. And it's like, you know, and this whole thing about he's aging out and all that stuff. It's just complete BS because it's like this. Come on, shut up. It's Superman. He, he's in great shape. He's in better shape than he was 10 years ago. And, you know, he just looks more like Superman. He's more just, he's just more chiseled and just, you know. But that's the thing that we could take from this. And hopefully, Warner Brothers Discovery is taken from that, too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the House of LRA. Thank you, uh, Justin. Appreciate the uh, $2 super chat. But, yeah, it's just, uh, let's, let's just hope. Watch Henry be at D23. Shut up. <laughs> Selena. Oh, you're poking the bear right there. Poking the bear. But, uh, you know, um, I don't know. It's all just kind of up in the air still. We got DC fandom, guys. Okay, Deadline reported. I know we have trust issues. We have trust issues from Deadline now. You know, now we see something from Deadline that's going to get us excited. We're like, you know, we're, we're James Franco, that one gif. Like, hey, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. <sighs> Now you're saying that there is, so now Deadline, you're saying that there is going to be a DC fandom? I know. Okay, we're damaged goods. We're definitely damaged goods, so we're like kind of worried, like, okay, I don't know if we should trust Deadline again, 
But there's got to be a DC fandom. And I think, you know, and I even said, I said this before, I think one of the reasons why really hasn't been announced yet because they're still looking for that DC head, you know, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we're getting closer to getting that person. I think Zaslav is like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if we get this person who's going to be in charge of DC studios or films, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and maybe get rid of that one guy, that 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 Hamada guy uh, from DC Films. Um, if we can have that before we have a DC fandom and if it's going to be in October, it better be before Black Adam comes out and they should make a big sp- spectacle when it comes to Black Adam, of course, but they need to talk about everything. You got to talk about Aquaman. I get it. I get there's articles. I think Variety posted an article today, too, was talking about or yesterday. It was talking about like, yeah, um, you know, DC didn't want to ref- talk about Aquaman 2 because of Amber Heard. They didn't want to talk about The Flash because of Ezra Miller. Yes, there's controversy there. But hopefully, you know, but eventually you're going to have to talk about it. You're going to. If you're going to do a DC fandom, you're going to have to talk about Aquaman 2 and The Flash and Batgirl and Blue Beetle. You're going to have to talk about it all. OK, all the things that you left out at Comic-Con, you're going to have to talk about them at DC Phantom and hopefully they do and hopefully we'll get an announcement for the new DC head and then shortly after that we'll get an announcement for DC Phantom I don't know it's just so many things dear deadline <laughs> dear deadline when you lie once all your truths become questionable exactly Ben exactly and thank you for the five dollar super chat but yeah you got to be wary now we're a little wary when it comes to all this stuff and I get it I get it you know, some of us are just like, I can't take any more of this. I can't. I can't. And I, I get it. I get it. But the 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 big thing that came out of this weekend was, first off, Zack Snyder's is going to be in T-Titans Go. Thank you, Ben. Um, and then the, the fact that people were, so many people were disappointed that Henry Cavill didn't show up just shows that man's value. And they are paying attention, guys. And Dwayne Johnson, I think he's doing some, I think he's pressing. I think he's pressing Warner Brothers Discovery. Because like I said, Zaslav, you know, you have to open up that wallet, that Warner Brothers Discovery wallet with a fucking crowbar and a blowtorch. I mean, he is like going, cutting off all kinds of things, everything, and trying to save money as much as possible. And I think Dwayne Johnson's going, hey, man, people really want this guy back. He's my buddy, as he says. Um, and you know, I think he's just kind of pressing him a little bit. I think that's kind of what's been happening. I don't know because even, you know, say what you want about Dwayne Johnson. He's still a businessman. He knows which way the wind is blowing. He's, he's doing this and going, okay, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill. Everybody's talking about Henry Cavill, but I don't know if he knew exactly how to answer it when it came to, uh, Brandon Davis talking about it. But speaking of speaking of Warner Brothers Discovery, that leads into the second topic. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, they updated their leadership little board right here. Um, when it came to the website, WBD.com, leadership. So th- a lot of people are passing this around today. So here we go. We got like board of directors. Obviously, we got, you know, everybody right here, Zaslav right there, president, board chair, We got all these people, which, of course, you know, he's trying to build up the team. This is some of the people right there. Um, This is, of course, the board of directors. We got corporate leadership. Of course, you know, Zaslav appears again. 
Uh, I love how Bruce Campbell, uh, I was like, what? Bruce Campbell? No, that's that guy. Uh, we got all these people right here. Some of the names we know, some of, most of them we don't. But then when it comes to uh, the brands and business, this is where, what? Look at that. Miss Pam Abdi and Mike DeLuca are now officially, well, they're both chairpersons and CEO of Warner Brothers Film Group. So they are now officially there. This is good, and hopefully it will be good. Casey Bloys, we heard about him. Uh, but yeah, so that is good. The biggest thing is that these two are there now. Okay, remember what I said. Mike DeLuca, New Line, when he was over at New Line, you know, maybe him and Tem Toby Emmerich didn't really get along too well. Well, now he's taking his job. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So this is a good thing. Now we got a new era, and hopefully this will help things out. Hopefully they will do good things. But, yes, it is official now. We are there. We are there. And then I had a lot of – I had not a lot of people, but I had a few people sending me this and going like, hey – no Walter Hamato. What the hell? Is this a good thing? And I'm like, well, I don't think they're actually going to announce like DC Films Head on WB's website, WBD's website. I don't think they're going to actually like, oh, yeah, they're not going to put like DC Films Head or anything like that. They're not DC Films, whatever the fuck. So, I mean, Walter Hamato, yes, yeah, still has his position, his title, but hopefully he'll get he'll get ousted, you know, similar to uh, what happened to Toby Emmerich. So anybody who was like sending me that today, which I got, you know, a few people sending me that going, no Hamada. I'm like, I don't think they're actually going to put that on their website about DC, about DC films or anything like that. It's mainly just like Warner Brothers Discovery. So, you know, so relax a little bit on that. Yes, it's nice that you don't see that Kaksaka's face, you know, on any of this. Sure, it's great. It's fantastic. But at the same time, I don't think they're actually going to put that on the website. So Let's be a little bit more patient. I still think he's going to be on his way out. And hopefully, you know, fingers, fingers, toes, balls crossed, you know, whatever, that that, that, that guy uh, gets ousted. And I think uh, that's what's going to happen. He's probably going to be like, hey, where's my Toby Emmerich deal? Because that's just what happens. You get a deal. John Berg got that deal where it's like, hey, yeah, you're going to go over here now and, and be this. And people are like, wait, is he gone or is he not? It's like, yeah, that's just the way that's what happens. So what deal is he going to get? Who knows? But hopefully he'll get out of there soon. But the main thing is, is that Mike DeLuca and Miss Abdi is also now they're in there. The MGM people are now within Warner Brothers Discovery. Some a little bit of light at the end of this fucking dark tunnel, man. It's a little bit of light, guys. It's a little bit of light. So that's what's good. A little bit of light. And then especially what happened after this weekend. And you better believe that they're paying attention. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. It's all good. So congratulations to them, too, for joining the, the team. Let's make some freaking good movies, huh? Not just, the, not just the DC stuff, but just good movies. Let's, let's get Christopher Nolan back. And even Zack Snyder. We can get him back, too, right? We can get that, both of them back. It'd be sweet, right? Good. Okay. Okay, and then, of course, Rolling Stone. All right, we're still talking about this stupid Rolling Stone article. And, uh, you know, I don't know what they were trying to achieve. We talked about this, uh, you know, on the Vodka stream, talked about it on the various streams that I was on over the weekend. But there's a new video that came out from a T, uh, TMZ, uh, TMZ Movie Crashers podcast or live stream. And they talked about this. And it's just when TMZ is going, something ain't right here. You know, you fucked up. 
Okay, you know you messed up when TMZ is questioning your article that you posted talking about bots and everything. And, you know, oh, my God, most of this was it wasn't generic. It wasn't organic. It was bots. So I'm sure you guys saw this clip right here. But here it is for you. When I first read this report, I was thinking, wow, like that's crazy to think that like bots were involved because I don't really know a lot about bots, things like the technological side, side of Twitter and things like that. But then when I saw 13%, 13. I feel like, I feel like ultimately when I did more reflecting on it, I feel like Rolling Stone kind of were overreaching and saying that like <laughs> the bots were this They probably huge pulled the muscle with how much they were fucking you know, reaching. Uh, Rolling Stone wrote, quote, they helped shake down a major studio. What? You know, ultimately Warner Brothers made the decision like they weren't like yes they were pushed and um, I believe was it Jason Keillor was he the one that ultimately he was one of them it was Keillor he, 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 he was the top yeah. dog yes so it wasn't like you know they were like forced but thirteen percent like is it's not even a quarter okay? not even a quarter so, like, not even not, a quarter that means that at least like around eighty five percent were real fans they're acting like it's like an overwhelming majority when it's the majority who were real fans if this data is true that they're claiming. So I think that it's just too small of a percentage to make a big, big deal out of it. Thank you, whatever your name is. But there you go. <laughs> TMZ is going, wait a minute, 13%? Okay, that's a weird way of saying 87% were actual people. Wow, isn't that weird? That's what we've been saying too. It's like, all right, 13% were bots and... I mean, that's just what happens, right? The internet world, Twitter, and everything like that. It's just what happens. But yeah, it's just kind of funny how TMZ are even going like, hey, this is weird. <laughs> this is weird right here. This don't make sense. This don't make sense. I know. She get her on the vodka stream now, huh? I like her because she's she's actually going, hey, this is weird. Like, why would anybody, who cares? What are they? And she said they're overreaching. Yes. They probably pulled their fucking arm out of the socket for reaching as much as they were. That's what was so weird about that. And if you didn't check it out, please check out. If you haven't watched the vodka stream, the last vodka stream on Friday, do yourself a favor. Do that in the first like hour and a half to two hours. We were like full on breaking down uh, more of that article. Stephen, Mr. Stephen Colbert, of course, Mr. Of, uh, Screen Rant, uh, was really like breaking down some of the stuff that he does. He's good with numbers. He's good with all that stuff. He's good at breaking down everything. So just saying. If you haven't watched that, please do yourself a favor. And then you have Enosh's stream where he actually bought, he, he bought, he brought a bot expert onto his stream, which was like a couple days earlier on the Poindexter Lounge. He even like, you know, just bringing light to the whole thing. And that was pretty excellent too. So watch the streams. Just watch the info. We're trying to give you the info right here, okay? We're trying to give you the info. We're not just going to be like, you know, hey, guess what? They're going to announce Man of Steel 2 at Comic-Con. We're not trying to give you that bullshit. We're trying to give you actual, you know, hey, facts and info and everything like that. This is what we try to do here. Yeah? We're good. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Second Warner Brothers. Brothers. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So then uh, now we got the last topic of the stream right here. That's going to go all, you know, we're going to go to the Marvel uh, 
uh, universe now. Um, when it comes to Deadpool and Logan, you can now watch Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Logan on Disney+, Plus, which is like, <gasps> oh my god, there's R-rated content on Disney+. Plus. Oh my god! And apparently parents, there's certain parents out there, uptight parents, who probably, you know, Karen and Darren, who uh, are not happy about it. Disney Plus blasted by parents group over new R-rated Marvel movies. Disney Plus has come a long way in the, in the aftermath of the Fox acquisition. The service has become Disney's hub for blah, 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 all that stuff. And, of course, we've got the Netflix show. While fans are certainly excited to have more content available to them, there are some who disagree with Disney's move. This uh, doubly... Uh, True for Deadpool, an R-rated series, breaks uh, the precedent and promise set by the company when Disney Plus launched. Yeah, this is Disney's kind of fault, too. So it says right here, in a statement published uh, to their website, the Parents Television and Media Council, that sounds scary, called out Disney in a scathing uh, chastisement. The statement quotes PTC President Tim Winter, who recalls Disney's 2019 promise not to add R-rated movies to its streaming platform and says the company has decided to flush it all down the toilet with their decision to add the films Deadpool, Deadpool 2 and Logan to the services lineup. Rejecting the efficacy of Disney Plus's parent controls, Winter asserts that the mere presence of R-rated and TVMA-rated content violates the trust and sensibilities of families. What? Jesus Christ. Uh, Rejecting, oh yeah, I already said that. The statement closes with the claim that business schools will point back to this abrupt corporate U-turn, then discussing the downfall of the company. One day, in the no-too-distant future, business schools will point Back to this abrupt corporate U-term and analyze they uh, analyze. Or wait, wait, wait! I totally read that wrong. Okay, hold on. We'll point back to this abrupt corporate U-turn as they analyze what happened to the once great Walt Disney Company, and in the meantime, families will continue to be woefully observed by Hollywood. Fuck off! Come on, Jesus Christ! My God, it's okay. It's okay. Your kids will be okay. Your kid is probably watching porn right now on his phone. Sorry. But yes. I mean, my God. Anybody remember growing up? Um, I remember when I grew up. I mean, you know, um, anytime mom was not around, I mean, my dad was like, what do you want to watch? Aliens, Predator, Terminator? Yeah. I mean, of course, there was always the warning. My dad gave me the warning like, hey, This scene right here, a little graphic, you might want to turn your head. And I would at first. And then I eventually went, you know what? That's not that bad. That's kind of cool. It's like, okay. But again, I mean, I get it. Okay, Deadpool, a little raunchy. A little bit more raunchy than than the movies I grew up with. Sure, I get that. I absolutely get that. A lot of, uh, well, not even, I can't even say foul language. You watch Terminator 2, my God. You have John Connor, every other word he says is an F word. But, um... But, I mean, I, that's where Disney kind of fucked up, I guess you could say. If they were going to promise that they weren't going to have that kind of content, that's on you. When you own, I've always, I keep on saying this, when you own about 38 to 40% of the movie industry, you have to have this content. But, hey, they could put the parental controls. They could do all this stuff. And if that's that should be fine. Obviously, they, they, they got Fox, so they're going to have to have some of this content. So grow a pair and be okay. You're, you're going to be okay, 
parents. Okay? Yeah, I mean, God knows what your kids are actually watching. <laughs> My God. I'm just saying. They're probably already watching pretty raunchy stuff. They've probably already seen these fucking movies. I mean, Logan, Logan's perfectly fine. There's, I mean, Logan's just a dark, gritty, R-rated movie that has a lot of gore in it. That's about it. Deadpool, yes. Raunchy humor, raunchy stuff, yes. You might see, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you have to work up to that. But Logan should be okay. Logan's not that bad. Logan's just, it's just got F-bombs and, you know, hardcore, like, you know, I mean, impaling motherfuckers, which is what we wanted. It took us almost 20 years to get us a Wolverine to actually do that. But there it was, which is great. So let's relax. I mean, it sucks that Disney owns so much of this stuff, but they're going to have to do this. They own so much of the goddamn movie industry. It's just going to have to be. Parents, you'll be okay. Your son is currently watching Pornhub right now. Anyways, all right, so that's all the topics. Um... Let's go to uh, let's go to the uh, Twitter questions to see what you guys have to say right there. All right, all right. Oh, oh, oh. Let's get to that right there. All right, it's Infinity and Beyond. A couple Black Panther theories via new rock stars. Number one, Killmonger is resurrected from the ancestral yeah ancestral plane to return as Black Panther, just like they did with uh, T'Challa in the first movie by recovering his body from the ocean, maybe found by the Atlanteans. Hmm, interesting. I, that's that's kind of interesting. I like that. And then he uh, continues right here in the screenshot. Here you could see during the funeral scene two statues carved into what may be the green veld where royals are buried. One on the left with the uh, Boshenga, and the very first uh, Black Panther. But on the opposite side, there is a female carving representing Nakia, possibly. So there you go. All right. So Symphony doing his homework when it comes to breaking down that Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Good on you. So, yeah, Killmonger, I wonder, Michael B. Jordan, he coming back? Probably. Why wouldn't he? Mr. Eric M. Blake. So let's take this seriously for a moment, Dave. And he's, of course, course uh, showing me as uh, Kevin Feige right there. As the new head of DC Films, what changes would you require be made with the DC Films currently in production based on what we know? Um, I mean, that's a little bit of a tough question, putting me on the spot. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, when it comes to things, I would be like, um, why aren't we throwing a dump truck of money at Henry Cavill? Seriously, back that into his driveway, whatever he wants to do, throw it at him. Multi-picture deal, contract, we need a fucking Superman movie. Let's get him in his cameos in these other movies. Come on, no more headless or silhouette Superman. That'd be the first thing. Personally, I'd have Batfleck and Keaton interacting and fighting side by side in the Flash climax and Batfleck as the Batman in the past uh, in the past of Batgirl film. I mean, I'm still I still have hopes that there is going to be that. I know some people were saying that they're not even going to be on screen together, but I'm kind of hoping that a miracle happens. And I would say let's hold some uh, let's 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 relax on that a little bit. But, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely want to have both Batman be in a scene. Darren, Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later. So can we now say Jordan Peele is one of those directors? Everybody is asking what the hell is going on, going to come up next. Yes, 
He keeps ask he keeps getting asked about doing big IPs, and I love how he says he would rather do his own stories. Yes, and I hope he continues to do his own stories. I mean, when it comes to my favorite directors, I'm like, don't I mean, obviously, yes, I would want more Zach back, of course, when it comes to finishing off what he did, and hopefully that could be something, or even if he comes back and does some other kind of IP, I am just like, please just give us original content. So, yes, Jordan Peele, keep on giving us original content. This uh, was Rock answering uh, Henry Cavill's question right here. Okay, let's see this. You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, <laughs> you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the was... neighbor or when you go to church or when you're, no, I, I, I really. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't think he was. Uh, I think he was a little bit more coherent than uh, Mr. President. I will say that. Um, but you know, yeah, I see what you're trying to say there, uh, Ronak. Uh, I see what you're saying there. Uh, Carrie, hey Dave, I was in Jim Lee's panel when he said there were no plans to continue Zack Snyder's Justice League. For context, when he was also asked about the differences between AT&T and Discovery. He said they're basically the same from his point of view. But we know that's not true because of Toby's firing. So there you go. Kind of shows you that, again, Jim Lee, not much in the know when it comes to movies. And I got a lot of heat when I tweeted out last week about that. It's like, he's a CCO of uh, DC Entertainment. And I'm just kind of going like, yeah, mainly the books. Yes, he's doing some live-action projects, sure. But at the same time, I don't think he knows what the hell is happening when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery so much. So, god damn. Ryan, the Marvel fans leaving the uh, leaving with announced content. WBDDC uh, never disappoints, but I'd rather have quality versus quantity. This is very true. Very true right there. Chris, what are your thoughts about... Adam Wingard not mentioning anything about Rolling Stone's claim for uh, Snyder fans review bombing uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, because, you know, review bombing happens all the time, it seems. And God knows how many of those are bots. I always hate the whole review bombing thing. And if uh, any Snyder fans did review bomb, shame on them. Fuck that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, who the hell cares? Godzilla vs. Kong was still very much... When it came to streaming and HBO Max, it was it was top tier. It was top tier, so it didn't affect it. People still enjoyed it. There's still a sequel coming out, so I don't think it actually really matters. But yeah, I mean that's there's there's review bombing that happens all the time. Review bombing happened on Zack Snyder's Justice League, BBS also too. I mean there's all kinds of things. It's crazy, but uh, I don't think it really had any kind of effect, and people are just ignoring that shit now, which is good. Marcelo Mendes, Dave, what would be the best name to take? on the possible DC films now. What would be the best name? I I don't know what do you mean by the best name, like like the best person, like their name? Um and what are your thoughts on Wakanda Forever trailer and if you think Aquaman initially would have taken that approach? Um well when it comes to the best name, I don't know what you're talking I mean like again it's gonna be a no name that's gonna be ended up being uh you know but if you're talking about the the possible name for DC films, I mean I mean, just keep it DC Films. I like, I mean, obviously I got Film Junkie my name, so I like uh, I like the fact that film would be in the name. So, 
stick with DC Films. Don't call it DC Studios. We don't need it to be called DC Studios. I know some people have been putting it out there, and I've used even that logo in some of my uh, thumbnails, and I've even talked about that before. But I really don't want it to be called DC Studios. Call it DC Films because they are films, fat, for fuck's sake. I mean, everything's a film, essentially, but, you know, everybody always, like, goes, hey, you know, that's a movie. This is a film. And, you know, Joker's a film, you know. Captain America, that's a fucking movie. Um, no, but then when it comes to the thoughts on Wakanda Forever trailer and if you think uh, Aquaman initially would have taken that approach, I don't know which approach you're talking about. Um, but hopefully, you know, when we get that Aquaman 2 trailer, it's something that's going to be pretty uh, pretty amazing and uh, pretty good cinematography. I trust James Wan. I think he's going to have more leeway this time. I think with the first one, they gave him some notes. So, But uh, he still mesmerized us with the first one, so. We'll see what happens. I don't know, but that's pretty much uh, all I got to say about that. All right. All right, guys. That is it right there. Appreciate you guys. Smash that like thumbs up before you leave. All right. Everybody hit that like thumbs up. Share the stream. You know, let's get it out there. Let's, you know, right now it's all about a stepping stone. Yes, you could say hashtag restore the Snyderverse, but hashtag Henry Cavill Superman will go a long way. Let's get that there. I think, I mean, as we saw right before, Dwayne Johnson sounds like he wants Cavill to be part of this. So let's do that. Do that. Share the stream. Do all that stuff. I'll be clipping some stuff out, of course, from the stream. But, yeah, do all that. And I'll see you guys tomorrow, of course. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Like I said, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Uh, if you want to become a member, hit the join button. And I do a members-only stream every Wednesday after the show. Patreon is also down there if you want to support that. I'm posting things on Patreon a little bit more than I usually, uh, usually do. I posted a self-pod last night uh, for all that. And, uh, yeah, pretty much just do all that. Follow me on the sock meds. We're all down there. I uh, appreciate you guys uh, sticking with me, and I'll talk to you 